0: Welcome to this episode of Out of the Best Books, the podcast where we deep dive into classic literature and have conversations about what we've learned and discovered along the way. We love all things books and reading, and we want to share our love of the classics with you. We hope to inspire you to read along with us and join in the conversation. I'm Amity. And I'm Laura. Let's get started. All right, today we're super
1: excited about this episode. I love these, they're fun. We're going to talk about our favorite podcasts.
0: I've been thinking about this for, I mean, what we came up with this idea months ago. So I've been thinking about it for quite a while and it was actually harder than I thought it would be, to. Go, but that's kind of what I always say. That's just how it is. When we came up with our top 10 books for 2022 and um, like our top, our favorite classics that we've ever read. It's just, it's really hard. It's harder than I think this was in that same realm. A hundred percent. I have some questions for you about podcast listening. <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's just interesting, especially when you're somebody who listens to books and podcasts. I like to listen to podcasts a lot. I, I found myself listening to way too many podcasts. And so, like, it was really, I wasn't having time to read, to listen to books because I was just, I was just trying to get through my podcast list. Lately, I've been really paring down and being like, oh, This one doesn't give me something every time I listen to it. It's like Mm -hmm. an occasional gem I get out of it or whatever. And so I guess that's what I'm looking for in a podcast is something I enjoy every time I listen. So some of them are just for enjoyment. Some of them I listen to for learning, but I want to make sure like I consistently am getting something out of it. That's my question for you. What do you look for in a podcast?
0: I think the same thing, something that I'm consistently getting something out of. And something that there's enough different content that it keeps me interested, if that makes sense. I like the ones where there are guests on. I have a hard time listening to the podcast host over and over and over again. And I don't, well, I guess it depends on who the host is. (laughs) Some are actually like very interesting and you can listen to them over and over because their topics change all the time because maybe they're based on current events or something like that. Yeah, it has to be something that is, what do I want to say? Just enriching my mind in some way that I feel like that was time well spent. Definitely. There's some podcasts out there that they're just like, I've tried and I'm like, this is just like kind of stupid. They're just saying just stupid things that you're like, this was a complete waste of my time. I remember listening to one, I'm not going to say the name of the, uh, the podcast, but basically they were like, they were like the etiquette police. They were totally mocking this guy because he went into a restaurant with flip-flops on. I was like, oh my gosh, you, you are total snobs. And why am I listening to them?" <laughs> that is, you guys are so far removed from real life. Like you have a problem with someone wearing flip-flops to a restaurant, you need to get a life. It's like, because they literally like, I couldn't even concentrate on my food because I was so distracted by the nasty bare feet in front of me. Yeah. I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh, are you serious? Like get a life. Get a life. Hey. They are not my circle because
1: I no. wear flip-flops everywhere. <laughs> like yesterday, my one of my flip-flops broke in a dental office that I was working in. And I was like, oh shoot. Now I need new flip flops because it's January and I'm wearing flip flops. That means I oh my gosh. Except if it snows, then I don't wear them.
0: Yeah. But- well, and I guess that because now where we live, like it snows all the time, and it's like in the teens and twenties for temperature, and it's it's just so cold to me. <laughs> I know there's some places that are like in the negatives, and I don't know that it ever really like, gets there here. But flip flops, yeah. but they're great. Flip flops are great until they snap all the time. <laughs> until they snap. <laughs> but they're fine like, to wear to restaurants
1: i was like i had one more office to go to and i was like i was an hour away from home and i thought do i just drive home or do i go to and i'm like i gotta go to the other office so i like <laughs> one shoe on <laughs> hoping nobody so would awesome. notice <laughs> like, i wasn't coming back to that town for eight weeks and i'm like i have to do it yeah yeah that taught me a lesson if i guess if i'm wearing flip-flops side or like on the edge bring an extra pair of shoes just in case i don't know <laughs> yeah so I think that's I think that happens sometimes you're listening to a podcast and you go why am I listening to this
0: yeah Did this is just I kind of listen. like junk happening in my ears right now like cotton candy that's just, well and sometimes I'm cotton candy Sometimes it's just crap but
1: okay so my next question for you is how do you balance listening to podcasts and listening to books
0: it's kind of funny because it's it's almost an intuitive thing it's like listen to books, listen to books, listen to books. And then I'm like, I'm just really in the mood to listen to a podcast. To me, they're so very different. And yet they're both enriching if I'm listening to the right things. Right. So I don't, yeah, I, I enjoy both. So sometimes I'm just like, I'm ready to listen to a podcast. And sometimes they go in spurts where I'm like, just listen to podcasts for a while. And I'm like, I need a book going too. So would you stop a book in the middle and listen to a podcast or do you finish the book? Like if you're listening to a book, do you listen until you're done? Oh no, not okay. necessarily. Like with your job, you're you're traveling for several hours and, and are able to listen to well, I assume you're able to listen to several hours of a book and and sometimes you finish it on your drives. And my listening to books is usually or podcasts is usually like in spurts. Okay. Like Ten minutes, maybe an hour if I'm lucky. If I'm like, if anybody comes in here, you get to help me with all the cleaning. Yeah, it's not like I ever get just tons of time to just listen to one of those things. So I I, I just have the mindset anyway, it's going to be in spurts. So it's fine if I'm only like halfway through a book and I'm like, well, I'm going to listen to a podcast because that's just what I'm in the mood for. That's just what I'm feeling today.
1: Yeah. I forget so. that my life is different than a lot of people's. <laughs> I used to like a year ago, I, I started a book every Monday and I would mm-hmm. make myself finish the book and then I would listen to podcasts Oh, and like if it and if I got through all the podcasts like early enough in the week, then I might start another book. But like I made Mm -hmm. sure that every Monday I started a book and I don't I liked that. And then I've had times where I like I pair different things. Like if I'm working in my office, because I have an office where I'm doing like mindless stuff. Right. Yeah. Or I'm working in an Mm -hmm. office, (laughs) like a dental office, which is also mindless because I'm like filling machines and fixing machines and stuff so it's just mindless then i i would listen to a book but if i was driving because i have a harder time when i'm driving paying attention to a book podcasts are easier for me because my mind kind of wanders when i'm like my hands aren't busy yeah driving so so i would pair different things like and when i was on my walk i'd listen to certain things or you know but now i mean i can listen to a whole book in a day because i listen at like one and a half speed you know especially if it's like a eight, nine hour book, I can do right. like five or six hours in a day. And then I'll listen to podcasts when I'm done. So
0: mm.
1: I don't know. I I guess I'm just like, okay, well, I've, I, I spent yesterday listening to podcasts. So maybe today I should listen to a book.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you just kind of go back and forth and just keep it fluid.
1: And if I get really tired of the book, then I'll switch to a podcast or music for a little while and then back, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm a person of systems. Yeah. <laughs> I like to have a system and lately I don't, but it sounds
0: to me like you do
1: kind of, oh. I mean, I, but I get, I'm done. I listen to both. So yeah, I really whittled down my podcast list that I have been listening to. And so mm-hmm. what we're going to tell, what I'm going to tell you today is like the best of the best for me, which are going to be totally different than your best. <sighs> I can promise you that.
0: I'm excited though. That's what makes this fun. Sometimes I'll be like, I'm in the mood for like something completely different in the podcast realm, but I don't even know what to look for. So I think it'll be really helpful to just hear some different things. So
1: we were going to come up with our top five, but we kind of came up with categories.
0: Yes. And we did rank them this time. We did rank them. They're not in a random order. We did rank them five, five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah. And then we may have a couple of honorable mentions at the end any one of those places may have a couple of podcasts in it because they're so yes. like neck and neck because they maybe talk about the same thing. They're very similar that way or there, that there's no way to really decide that one is better than the other. Yeah. Why don't you go first with your okay number five? So my number five is definitely my candy podcast. The one that's Maybe not as enriching, but it's kind of thrilling. And it's what I want to listen to when I am like so maxed out. Like my brain is so maxed out that it's just like, eh. So it's like true crime podcasts. And I know that there's a ton out there, but I think I'm pretty basic because I'm kind of new to the true crime scene. So I just I'm like it's like 2020 20 and 48 hours. They're all sort of, I think they're all by like NBC or something. A lot of them were like originally on TV. And then they basically just took the audio and put it as a podcast. And then there's some that they have actually purposely made as podcasts. So they're called 2020 and 48 hours. That's what they're called. Yeah. And those were, those are like our TV shows. I'm pretty sure. And then there's a couple of other ones on there. There's one that's called Snapped Women Who Murder. Or there's like there's a couple of others, but that's kind of my sort of trashy listening. Although I will say for a lot of it, I've I've learned a lot. And so in some ways it is enriching because I'm like, hey, my daughter that's almost in college, you never do this and you never do this and you never do this. (laughs) <laughs> because there's so many of them that are like completely avoidable and we're like, I mean, maybe they're not avoidable. Maybe it would have happened one way or the other, but but there's a lot of things like when you're at the wrong place, not a good place, doing, making not good choices, a lot of times not good things happen. And that is not victim shaming or blaming. It's not, it's, but it's just like, you know, best practice is to wear your seatbelt when you're driving. Yeah. Right. Like it's just like.
1: I mean, nobody would say if a victim was like walking down the street in the dark, that it was their fault, but like, no. I'm not going to walk down the street in the dark,
0: but like I do. don't walk you know down what I mean? the street in the dark. Yeah. Right, right. Not that walking down
1: the street in the dark is really that bad, but you're alone in a, the woods or something. I don't know.
0: Yes. But yeah. Yeah. I just, exactly. Be, be smart. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to the college scene, I feel like there's a lot that happens in that scene. And there's just a lot of things that you need to be aware of and stay away from. So.
1: Yes, a hundred percent. I agree. Okay. I love it. And I haven't really been able to get into true crime podcasts. So my sister loves them years ago when I first found out about podcasts, I tried, and I think I tried to listen to cereal and I was just like, I don't know, I just didn't mm-hmm. get into it, but maybe I should try again because she loves them. So, <laughs> so my number five is, I hate to say this is in the weight loss. Why do you hate to say that? I don't know. I think that's awesome. I mean, I, you know, for our 12 listeners, they probably know that I'm diabetic. And so I'm constantly trying to figure out how to eat better. And so that's partly my angle, right? With these podcasts that I'm listening to, it's like how to take control over what you're eating. There's two in this category for me, and I kind of have recently discovered them and I really, I'm, I'm liking them one is called the naturally thin for life podcast. It's just silly. Like I feel so silly saying this, but both of these podcasts, I'm going to tell you about their programs that if you want to go through their program is horrendously expensive. Okay. And so like, I just feel like listen to their podcast and get the free information out of them and then take it and go. Mm. You know, she talks about like, okay, so as somebody who maybe worries about weight loss, I would think like, I'm going to eat this and then I'm going to go run three miles to burn it off. And her Mm. point is like, naturally thin people don't think like that. (laughs) Oh, they don't. (laughs) I know. So anyways, that's just, that's just kind of funny. And then the other one that I really like. And I wasn't going to recommend, but I'm going to anyways, the yummy mummy.
0: Oh, I've heard of that. She
1: is, she reminds me of like a real housewife kind of personality, very kind of immature sounding Uh Uh and Uh maybe says cuss words once in a while, but like her content is good. Mm. Like, I feel like if, if I don't know how to explain it, but like I feel like she has really good things to say. And I've learned a lot from her, actually. There you go. (laughs) If you want to lose weight, check these out. Someday I will lose weight because I listen to them. I promise you.
0: I love that. That's awesome. That's the thing. Maybe that's why I'm stuck because I don't necessarily think about all the possibilities where podcasts are concerned. There's like over a million podcasts out there. You're going to find something about... Every single topic.
1: We've had some older people ask us recently, like, what is a podcast? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, you can listen to somebody talk about whatever you're
0: interested in.
1: Yeah, You name it, somebody's talking about somebody's it. Somebody's talking about it. It's <laughs> so-, so true.
0: So my number four is... Kind of funny. Well, it's not funny. It's a great podcast. It's called Read Aloud Revival. And I know that you've listened to that one. I'm going to kind of pair it with some other homeschooling ones because Sarah McKenzie is the podcast host for Read Aloud Revival. And she does a lot with like Pam Barnhill, who does your morning basket. And uh there's several other moms that she does, homeschool moms, she does things with. But to me, she's kind of the homeschool OG as far as podcasting is concerned. I think there's been some others out there, but this is the one that I listened to. It was probably like the first podcast that I really listened to and got into because I loved it so much. It was so inspiring to me. She has interviews with some pretty incredible people Lots of authors. She really, you know, makes the case for reading aloud to your kids at all ages, and she does put a lot of homeschool stuff in there too. But it really is something that applies to everybody. So I really, really enjoy it. Now, here's the reason why I say it's kind of funny is because I actually haven't listened to it in quite a while. (laughs) Because I will say, like, I kind of feel like after a while, you're like, okay. I understand the concept and now I can take it and do like my own thing, but I still keep it like in my library of subscribed podcasts because it's one that I would totally go back and listen to several of her interviews. Like her original one with, uh, I want to say Andrew Pudua. It was like so good. Yeah. So good so inspiring and there's been a lot of others along the way as well that one's
1: for her i would say if you're interested in it go back and listen to her early stuff
0: yes that is like i i agree i feel like that it was the really really meaty stuff Mm -hmm. so uh is it's really pretty
1: fantastic yeah i used to listen to it too and i didn't even think about including a podcast that i used to listen to and don't anymore (laughs) but like you said you got the idea you know, I mean, and so she has been doing it for years and years. And so now it's like,
0: yeah. Yeah. And so for that reason, I would turn anybody onto that one if they haven't listened to it. And especially like you said, to go back and listen to the, you know, first few seasons, because so good, lots of really great stuff. Very inspiring. I loved that
1: one. My number four category is kind of in the like spiritual realm. Okay. So I have two podcasts here and I couldn't decide which one to talk about so I'm going to talk about both of them so awesome. one is seeking light podcast so our friend Beth does a podcast she does like a shorter one on Tuesdays I think come out about kind of scriptures and her thoughts about them and then Fridays she does interviews with like interesting people uh, Amity and I were on her podcast like in October so that was that was fun to get interviewed on that about. Starting this podcast, like today, I listened to her talk to an eighty-one-year-old man who's a coin collector. Oh, that's and so cool! It was fascinating. I mean, he's had coins stolen from him, and like, I it's just, and then like he's recovered them. It was really wow. So he just
0: had some cool stories. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's so funny. she
1: interviews like regular people, mm-hmm. but that have cool stories. Yeah. So, and people who struggled and like what they've done to get out of it or, or help themselves. Anyways, it, it was, it's very good. So I would suggest that one. And then the other one is called the all in podcast. Hmm. I love this. I can't remember the lady's name. It's Morgan. She just got married. So I can't remember her other name, (laughs) her married name, is it Jones. I can't remember. Anyways, mm-hmm. Morgan Jones is—I think—might be her new name, but she is an excellent interviewer, mm-hmm. and she also interviews people on like kind of gospel topics. And some of the best—I mean, oh, I, I really enjoy her podcast. I kind of sometimes I'm not in the mood for <laughs> listen to spiritual things, and then I start it, and I'm always like, oh, I'm so glad I listened to this. Like, yeah. yeah, you get inspired. And she ends each, both of these podcasts, end each episode with the question of, so Beth asks, how do you seek light in your life? And then Morgan asks, what does it mean to you to be all in the Mm. gospel of Jesus? I love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I just love it. I think they're inspiring. She asks really good questions. I'm really impressed with that podcast. I think she's a really good journalist and knows how to interview people.
0: Yeah. That's great. I know. I feel like you were the one who turned me on to That And like maybe one episode in particular where they were talking about teaching teenagers. Did you tell me about that one? Because I I remember going and listening and being like, oh my gosh, like lots of good insight. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, I need to spend more time and listen to that one more. My number three is also a combo. And this may be a little bit controversial and that's fine. I really enjoy people who talk to everybody. You know, like Beth talks to everybody. She does. These are people who maybe talk to individuals who are maybe a little higher profile. but they talk they, they, they talk to everybody. So I I don't love the swearing, so I kind of haven't listened to him as much lately. But Joe Rogan, he's like right there because he talks to everybody and he gets stuff out of people that you're like, thing you like really learn about that person I recently discovered and I really enjoy his name is Lex Friedman not sure if I'm saying his last name right but so he there is sometimes some swearing but it's not nearly as much because you realize like they're on these podcasts and they're kind of just like unfiltered I don't know how much editing they do at all uh but there's really not like I i listened to several of his and I have not heard there's been a some swearing but not joe rogan level at all so he also talks to some really interesting people and they have fascinating interviews and we're talking it is like joe rogan level where they can be like two three four hours yeah it's incredible but the thing is like there's so many people out there especially political figures celebrities whatever that you have this idea about them this narrative that you've built about them And then you hear them talk for three or four hours and you don't necessarily completely change your mind, but you start to understand where they're coming from a little bit more. And I think it's so important to listen to people who you don't agree with politically or morally or anything else, because it just sort of like broadens your own horizons. And for me, it solidifies my point of view. Because I'm like, okay, like I'm not crazy for thinking the way that I do. Maybe that sounds weird. Anyway, but they also talk to people that I don't, that I totally do agree with. And that also helps to solidify my point of view. But at the same time, when you listen to people you don't agree with, you also kind of realize there's so much nuance to the way that people think. And it can add nuance to the way that you think. So you're really never completely stuck in the way that you believe if you're right. going to have an open mind at all. And then the the other guy that I'm going to add in there too is Jordan Peterson. And I realized he is kind of a more polarizing figure, but there's a lot of people that regardless of what they believe, they still respect him as an intellectual. I would argue maybe one of the greatest intellectuals of our time. Like he's brilliant. And he talks to some incredibly interesting people and he himself has just so much experience, so much knowledge and so much education. And um, so he's just very fascinating to listen to.
1: Well, you and Charlie, we get along very well. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure he listens to Joe Rogan and Jordan Peterson. I don't know. (laughs) I've never listened to a Joe Rogan podcast. I've heard about him.
0: Yeah. I will say there's some, especially on YouTube that they will take clips that they may be long, but they don't have swearing or maybe they've edited out the swearing. But if you listen to like the whole podcast, you're going to get a lot. So I've listened to a lot that are just like the clips. Because obviously they try to put the most interesting stuff in those clips, but there's just not as much. I
1: didn't.
0: Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I've heard he's
1: like the podcaster of all podcasters. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He's kind of, he's kind
1: of a dude. So, so my number three category, actually, I only have one podcast in this category because I've stopped listening to all the others (laughs) is the achieve your goals podcast. And the host is Hal Elrod. He's the one I talked about, like when we first started this podcast, I talked about reading The Miracle Morning. He wrote that and he has been through some amazing things like, I mean, he got in a car accident, almost died. Then he he got cancer and he had like 15, 20% survival rate for this kind of cancer he had and he survived it. And he just, it's one of those podcasts where like, I think of him as like, oh, who are those people? Like there's tons of them out there like men that will are kind of in this realm, like self-improvement. I'm to think, yeah. I can't think of any of their Yeah. Names like
0: right. Tony Robbins. Yeah. Or, yeah. Who else?
1: I don't know, but I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Like Tony Robbins. That's a great example. And this one, I get something out of it every time. Mm, so cool. I like him. I like he, like he recently talked about how to structure your day. And it's basically like you come up with your values and then you use your values to come up with goals and then you use goals to schedule your day. Like you're you're scheduling you your day based on your values.
0: Interesting. So you're sort of like working backwards. Yeah. It was, Anyways, cool. every episode I feel like he does is just excellent. I, there was another
1: one I used to listen to and I was like, I just, I don't know. Sometimes he has interviews. Sometimes it's just him, but I would super recommend his book, The Miracle Morning. It's short. Mm. You can like, I want to start doing it. It's like- mm. He does like ten minutes of exercise, ten minutes of meditation, ten minutes of journaling, something like that. Anyways, if I ever get my act together, oh. I will start doing that. But his podcast is excellent, so
0: okay, I'm gonna have to check that out. Okay, so we're already to number two. Yeah. So my number two is Dr. John Deloney. He is part of the Ramsey Network, hmm. and I will say that I really I used to listen to the Dave Ramsey show a lot all about finances and, and things. And then, and Ken Coleman is on there. He's really uh, is part of Ramsey network. He's really good. Rachel Cruz, Dave Ramsey's daughter. She's really good, but John Deloney was on a few. Well, he, he is on lots of Dave Ramsey's episodes too, because he is a counselor, a psychologist. Yeah. That's what he does. So they find that so much of money dealing with money, you really have to Dig into psychology with that. So he's on a lot of Ramsey shows. So that's kind of where I introduced him. And then I found that he had his own show. It's really, really fantastic. I don't listen to it all the time, but I've I've listened to a lot. (laughs) A lot. Because he has just good solid stuff and he's very consistent to where you almost you listen and you're like, I think I know what he's gonna tell them. And its always very solid advice, I think. and but then at the same time, there's there's times I've been surprised, and I was like, I did not see this going that way. The other thing about him, too, is he's almost like clairvoyant and like <laughs> can really like dig beneath the surface when he's like, "There's more to this, and you need to tell me more, you know, or, there's something that you're not telling me what do you not but it's not weird like medium or something it's just like he just can sense it or maybe he's just heard so many stories from people over time that he's able to he sees patterns you know so anyway guests call in with their problems and they're just like such normal problems some of them are pretty heavy for sure there's a lot of them that I'm like oh I can completely relate to that in one way or another and it's been very helpful. And he has a great book too. It's called Own Your Past, Change Your Future. And I actually got that for Ken for Christmas. So he's been reading. And then it's required reading for my oldest daughter. That's so. great.
1: We made our oldest daughter read Dave Ramsey's book in order to get her graduation gift from us. Well, what, oh, that's um, a great idea. And his big, his one book that's like- The, like, the Total Money Makeover. Yeah. Yep. yeah. We made her read it. I think that's, yeah. I was like, if you want your check for your graduation, you're gonna read this book.
0: That is such a good idea. I that's think a good I'm going idea. To write that
1: down. That's a great idea to have them read something like that. I like it.
0: People call in with any problem, not just yeah. Okay, yeah. It's cool. not money related necessarily. Sometimes they they might have a money problem, but like usually like something with their family or themselves or whatever. It's like Doctor Laura, but it. modern. <laughs> it kind of is and he's a lot more likable
1: (laughs) my mom used to listen to dr laura when i was like a teenager (laughs) that's
0: awesome she was so harsh oh my gosh so harsh you're like oh how are people even calling into her they're she's just gonna rip them i know you know she's gonna be mean don't call (laughs) (laughs) i know but no like this guy is like he's very likable super enjoyable to listen to great energy and I think he does a really great job with all the people that call in. And yeah, I just feel like I've learned a lot. I'm totally going to listen to him. So So my number two, we finally got to the
1: book podcast for me. Awesome. (laughs) That's like what I listen to most (laughs) of the time is podcasts about books. My mom and my sisters and my husband and stuff will be like, cannot believe how much I know about books that are coming out now or whatever. And like, it's because I listen to book podcasts all day long, <laughs> yeah. but okay. So my very favorite book podcast is the currently reading podcast. Mm. It's two ladies that talk every week about the like three recent books that they've read. And mm. I just feel like they do a really good job of, explaining them and setting them up so they they start with like a bookish moment of the week and then they talk about their current reads and then they do a bookish deep dive that's what mm. they call it so they'll pick a topic it could be like I'm trying to think of a recent one they did like it could be like how do you track your reading or kind of like what mm. we're doing with our bonus episodes in between mm. so they'll like pick a topic yeah. and just talk about it for yeah. or minutes. but huh. i absolutely love it it's i feel
0: like they're my friends <laughs> <laughs> I'm- yeah, those are the best ones though that you're like, I feel like I could actually text or call them, but they wouldn't know who the heck I am. Not yeah. like I know them. But they just have sort of that vibe that they just seem so very approachable. And that's that's how yeah. several of, of these podcasters are that yeah. I
1: And I've kind of been with them from the beginning. Like I found mm-hmm. them right away. Like, you know, maybe they'd had like six or seven episodes out. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. these guys are really good. Anyways, I've been listening to them for I think like four years. The other books, podcasts that I like are Sarah's Bookshelves Live. So she interviews breeders and sometimes authors from The Front Porch, which is a podcast by a bookstore owner in Thomasville, Georgia. Now, I don't love all of her episodes. So sometimes Mm, it's kind of a hit or miss. Yeah, enough that I listen to it. And then I also like the Book Gang podcast. Mm. I don't know. I just do. Yeah. (laughs) And I've tried a lot of book podcasts. So another one that's very popular in like everybody that listens to book podcasts knows about it. It's called, what should I read next?
0: Mm -hmm. And it's, Oh, Ann Bogle. she's been on like Sarah McKenzie's podcast, the read aloud revival. And yeah, I, she was the first one I discovered and I Mm -hmm. loved it
1: but I'm just like over it. It's Mm. just the same every week. I'm just bored. So, I mean, if you don't listen to book podcasts and you want to try it, try it. See if you like it, but like, I don't listen to it anymore as of recently. It's like,
0: (laughs) well, and it might be a really good one to do several episodes of just to get some ideas, but if it starts to sort of be the same thing, I have that problem with television shows too.
1: So like, We'll watch a season or season and a half of something. And then I'm like, I'm done. I haven't gotten sick of these other ones, but that one, I just, there's another one you could try called thoughts from a page. Sometimes I like hers, but I don't, I don't subscribe to it anymore, but I don't know. that's another one, but yeah, like the big ones, I would say the four big ones, everybody in this bookish community that I don't know, people are from the front porch, Sarah's bookshelves live currently reading. And then what should I read next? those are the four Mm -hmm. that pretty much everybody listens to.
0: Yeah. If you're in that kind of community. Yeah. I don't listen to a ton of book podcasts, clearly. Although I will say like Lex Friedman, Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, they, well, and even John Deloney, they frequently talk about books. They're often like much heavier books than what you might find on a book podcast. But they're amazing. Like there's been several that I've read over the years that I was, that they're incredible. So you're at number one. I am. That's amazing. I'm excited. So my number one are the ones that I use for my, to help me with my scripture study. And to me, they're both addressing the same thing, but their approach is very different. And so that's why they're neck and neck to me. I I love both of them. So the first one is the follow him podcast podcast it's hosted by John, by the way, and Hank Smith. And every week they're covering a different section of scripture. And they always have these incredible scripture scholars on their podcast. that they are like, these people are just, I'm like, I didn't even know these people existed. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I didn't realize that your institute teacher or seminary teacher standing there, they seem so normal. And, but they've like, traveled all over the world they've done these like deep studies they've studied with like these incredible people around the world they've learned hebrew just so they could better understand the bible you know and uh so these people like know their stuff and it's just so fascinating i learned so much from listening to those podcasts and they are always broken into two episodes per section because the person usually has a lot to say about even it might only be like a chapter of scripture but they deep dive into it so much that it it takes a long time to really talk about it and dissect it and i love that i've i've learned so much the other one is called don't miss this and the hosts of that are david butler and emily bell freeman so they're Maybe not your doctorate degree. Live in Jerusalem for half their life type of scholars. Although I mean, maybe they are, but they I I don't totally know their credentials. They are still very very knowledgeable, but they don't focus so much on the nitty gritty history and and things like that, which which I think is so fascinating. But they're diving into what we love about the scriptures and how this uplifts us and how this helps us in our daily life. And and they do focus on that and follow him. But, but this one, it really, you go away just going, like your heart is just lifted. They bring like their everyday stories into application with the scriptures and help you to feel like Jesus Christ is your personal friend. And I love it. So, that That's a great way of describing them, I think.
1: Yeah, those two are like different take different angles but yeah they're both good yeah awesome okay my number one podcast and I was thinking about this so all these podcasts I look forward to when they're going to come out but like this one comes out on Thursdays and I really look forward to it like sometimes on Wednesdays I'm looking for it and I'm like why doesn't it come out and then I'm like oh it's Wednesday (laughs) I'm excited yes okay and I've told you about this before but it's called the 100% awesome podcast this is a life coach her name is April Price and she, I don't even know what to say about it. I don't know if she thinks like me, and that's why I like connect with her so much or something. But yeah, she just teaches you how to like change your life by changing your thoughts. And like I told somebody what the name of the podcast was once, and I'm like, well, that's kind of arrogant to say it's the 100 awesome podcast. I'm like, no, 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 it's 100 awesome
0: that you can like.
1: Just change your thoughts and get a different result in your life. That's what's 100% That's, that's awesome. kind
0: of funny that that's how they took it. Like, that's not yeah. how I took the title at all. But it's not funny. Like, just people see things so differently.
1: Yes. So she, I mean, she um, talks about loving yourself and like how to love yourself and why you need to love yourself because like loving yourself is actually, and others. So love is the key to getting whatever you want in your life, really. Yeah. She's just really good. She gives great analogies. Probably ninety percent of her podcasts, I think, are have really good gems in them that I can like take away and do something with. Yeah, that's my that's my number one. So those the well, I look forward to all
0: of these actually all week. (laughs) That's so I love that. That's so fun because I love how you were like you said that you know well once you finish a book then you'll listen to the podcast and if you get through all the podcasts then you'll read another book so you have like your lineup of podcasts that yeah. you, I love it. like that's so fun Do you I'm just kind like of more random oh you are I'm like what am I in the mood for but like I have the ones well, the ones that I subscribe to and then like are my go-to but I'm not like oh I gotta listen to this one because it came out today it's like I'm in the mood for this one. So, or or for this particular podcast, so I'll go see. And look, they've got some new episodes out. So I'll listen to one or two. Well, I have to be
1: honest. So 100% awesome and currently reading are the ones that I listen to on the day they come out because I look forward to them. I'm like, oh, it's coming out. I have no idea what day Achieve Your Goals comes out. Actually, any of the other ones. All In comes out on Wednesdays. I do know that one. And then I know. Anyway, I don't know. Those are just the two that I'm like, oh, it's Thursday. I get to listen (laughs) to April today yeah and then my mom and i all call each other and be like did you listen to april's podcast oh that's yes it was so good
0: that's really neat oh that's really neat (laughs) so that's it yeah we did it so there's a couple though that i did want to put on our honorable mentions list and i won't even really talk about them very much because we probably in fact i i have to go here in just a second you probably do too but i did want to bring up uh jody moore her podcast. I don't even remember the name of it right well, now. I
1: have it written down because I was going to mention Happy.
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She has a lot of really great ones. I uh, I I just I don't listen to it on a regular basis, but every once in a while, if it's something I'm in the mood for, then I might go listen. I really enjoy Jennifer Finlayson Fife. She is brilliant and she has incredible perspectives on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so I really... I really enjoy her. Uh, another one that I really like is actually, I think it's like psychology ones. The Virtual Couch, he's like a, have you listened to him sometimes? And again, he's not one that I'm like in the mood for all the time, but like I probably should listen to him more. I'd probably be a better person if I did. But he's a licensed marriage and family therapist. And he just gives like really amazing. He, he interviews people, but then he also has episodes where he just talks. And I don't mind that because he just has, amazing insights on relationships he so, was
1: my teacher in one of my online classes last year
0: really I believe it like did and did you like him as a teacher well yeah but like when you're
1: taking online classes you don't really um, interact okay. with them much but yeah. I, he said yeah. he was did that podcast and I was like hmm. cool does is, is he do it with a is it it's just a man yeah well maybe it's Anyways, maybe it was a different podcast, but, but I think I've heard of that one.
0: I think he actually might have more than one podcast. So maybe Okay, I could be wrong.
1: Awesome. Well, now, since I've been whittling down my
0: podcast, now
1: you just exploded the up. So
0: <laughs> well, I'm excited to check out some of these other ones that you listen to all the time. That's super fun. Before we go into what we're reading next yeah. week, we're
1: going to start the wind in the willows by Kenneth Graham, and we're going to do chapters one through four. Yes. So we're excited about that
0: will be fun. Yeah. So unexpectedly fun, honestly, because this is a book that I've been meaning to read forever, but full disclosure, I, I have a harder time with animals as the main characters in books. I love Winnie the Pooh, love Winnie the Pooh. And there's other ones with animals that I love, but I don't just like naturally go towards those. So, but I love this one. Yeah. It's been fun. Love it. So I think you guys, I think
1: our audience will like it. I hope. And if you don't want to read it, just listen to us. Yeah. we are
0: we'll tell you the down.
1: whole story.
0: Totally. Yeah. So okay. what have you been reading?
1: <laughs> this is kind of funny. So I listened to this book. It says on my phone, I listened to it on January 17th. That was three days ago. I had no <gasps> recollection. I knew I'd read a book, but I had no recollection of what it was. That's how you know you read so many books. Well, no, that's how you know it wasn't that good. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay. I mean, it's like. Well, that's that's fair. I mean, now that I see the title, I'm like, oh, yeah. Now, this is really interesting because this year I decided I was going to try to read the Read With Jenna books and the Reese Witherspoon book picks. Mm. Well, my Reese Witherspoon book pick did not go so well this month because I couldn't oh. remember it three days later. I read The House in the Pines by Anna Reyes, which mm. is a January Reese Witherspoon book pick. Okay. It's a thriller. I mean, now that i looked at the title, I was like, oh yeah. It was just okay. It's like this girl who is coming off of Klonopin, like a Klonopin addiction Hmm. and alcoholism and stuff. And she can't get the, she's using the drug to sleep and she can't get them anymore. And so she's kind of like an unreliable narrator. She had this friend that was, she swore was killed by her other friend like a man a male friend had killed her female friend Mm -hmm. and when she's in the middle of this withdrawal from this medication she sees a video of him like they're in a restaurant and the he says something and then the woman just like falls over and dies and so she's like I know he killed her I know he killed her like I thought that seven years ago and now I've seen this video and like these other women around him also had died mm. unexpectedly and randomly, mm. but like there was nothing in their system, like they the police couldn't prove anything. Mm. So, anyways, it's just kind of she's trying to figure it out, but yet is she unreliable? Because mm. she that's, I mean,
0: that's an interesting premise, but so did you just feel like it wasn't really executed very well? It was okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, I thought okay. the ending was interesting. Like, hmm. well, I won't tell you the ending, but I, I mean, you're never going to read it, but uh, <laughs> I don't want to tell anybody else the ending. You never
0: know. Never but
1: know. I mean, it was good. It was okay. But like I said, I read it three days ago and I was like, I'm going to have to look at my phone because I don't remember what it was.
0: <laughs> what are you reading? Hey. Well, so I finished also a few days ago. I don't think I've talked about this because this it was maybe more than a few days ago, but I've talked about like every book. we've read and all so I was like I don't think I've talked about this you told me about Taylor Jenkins read I'd never heard about her before you had mentioned her and so I was trying to find some things by her yay hoopla that has everything and you don't have to be have one on hold forever so they have one true loves and I thought that that was one that you had said that you liked Nan's reading read it and she just texted me about it this week Oh, how funny. That's awesome. Our our friend, Nan. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Perfect. So yeah, I thought like, I've told you before, I kind of have a hard time with modern books. Sometimes I feel like they're very just sort of trite and silly. And there were parts of this that I felt like were that way. But I thought it was a really interesting theme. She took a subject that's like really difficult. Like, can you have true love more than once? And she really worked with it. I thought she did a good job. I I thought it was a really good story. It was, it was engaging and, and fun. And so basically it's a girl who she marries her high school sweetheart. They like have this wonderful life together. They're so deeply in love. And then he, he's on an airplane that crashes over the Atlantic ocean and he's presumed dead. Like he's declared dead. And She's just completely devastated. She goes back to her hometown and then falls in love with a guy there who was who she was also good friends with in high school. And so they like rekindle their friendship, which turns into a romance and they fall in love. And then her first husband, it turns out he's not dead. <laughs> he comes back three years later. And so it's like, uh, what do you do now? And so I feel like she that's a that's really. It's a tough question because you could apply it to so many things. And that's, I think that was kind of the the genius in her writing is that you see that it doesn't have to be this extreme circumstance of your, the person you love, like disappearing for three years. It could be other situations where you're like, we've grown completely apart or whatever. And if you're in a marriage relationship, hopefully you're growing together. So, and that's kind of the goal so that you don't get to where you've grown so far apart that you call it of love, but that does happen sometimes. But anyway, just addressing this question, you know, can you truly love somebody and then truly love somebody else? Yeah. And, and what do you do when one of them comes back? And yeah,
1: because that's, that's a question is like, well, and I've read that years ago, but what Nan texted me this week was Taylor Jenkins Reed has a real way of putting people in impossible situations. (laughs) And that's exactly what I would say for most for the book, all of the books I've read by yeah. her. What do it is,
0: do? it's an it's an impossible situation. But I thought that she very methodically and logically worked through it, and that made you go, "Oh, okay, you can work through these seemingly yeah. impossible situations." So, some. yeah, I thought it was really it was good.
1: Yeah, she's great. She's a great author. Like, very like you want to keep reading. You know what I mean? It like yeah. sucks you in, and you're. I don't know. She's a good writer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. she does a good job. So awesome. Fun episode. Yeah. This was super fun. I know. I was
1: actually worried we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Like or it would go too fast.
0: I was wondering if it would, but no, well, we're did. well over an hour. <laughs> we're so happy you joined us
1: for this episode. We hope you will join us next week as we discuss chapters one through four of The Wind in the Willows by Kenneth Graham. If you have suggestions for books we should read and discuss, please email us at thebestbookspodcast at gmail.com. We would love it if you would leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share our podcast with your friends. We want to inspire and encourage as
0: many people as we can to read out of the best books. As Thoreau says, read the best books first or you may not have a chance to read them at all. See you next week.